Hi everyone, it's Dina McKay and I'm back with a brand new episode of Black Tech Unplugged, the first episode of 2022. For those who are new, Black Tech Unplugged is a podcast that allows Blacks in tech to share their authentic stories with you, the listener. On each episode, the guest talks about how they got into tech, their work in the industry, and lessons they've learned during their journey. You can find full show notes for this episode on blacktechunplugged.com. On this episode, I have a very special guest. It's me. I am the first guest of Black Tech Unplugged for 2022. On this episode, I'm going to tell you all about my current role as a Scrum Master, the responsibilities Scrum Masters have, as well as some of the certifications that you can get if you want to be successful in the role. I'm also going to talk about how I can help you in 2022 and also how you can help me. I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do, make sure to rate and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this very episode today. Now, let's get it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Black Tech Unplugged. I'm Dina McKay, and I'm here with a very special guest. I'm your guest for today's episode, and it's the first episode of the new season and the first episode of 2022. So I figured on this episode, I could tell you more about my current role as a scrum master talk about the skills that you need to be a scrum master and how I got into this role. And then I will end today's podcast episode talking about how I can help you in 2022 and how you can help me. So let's hop right on into it. So as I mentioned, for the last almost three years, I've been a scrum master at a company called Ken and Carter, which is a digital transformation firm. And so a lot of times I have people ask me, what is a scrum master? So to start off, I want to define what a Scrum Master is and what they do exactly. So in my role as a Scrum Master, according to the Scrum Guide, which many companies reference, the Scrum Master on an Agile team is accountable for establishing Scrum as defined in the Scrum Guide. So what people in my role typically do is they help everyone understand Scrum theory and practice, both within the Scrum team and the organization. So... That means in my role, I'm accountable for the Scrum team's effectiveness. So how do I do that? Myself and other Scrum Masters do that by enabling the Scrum team to improve its practices within the Scrum framework. So basically, Scrum Masters are true leaders who serve the Scrum team and the larger organization. So for someone who's a Scrum Master like myself, how we do that is coaching team members in self-management and cross-functionality. We also help the Scrum team focus on creating high-value increments that meet the definition of done. So that means when you see a demo of what the team has done during a sprint, that is what I'm helping the team focus on. I also help the team remove impediments so that they can continue to make progress. Now, I don't only help the team, but I also help the product owner too. So I help the product owner find techniques for effective product goal definition and also maintaining the product backlog. I also help them when it comes to helping the scrum team understand the need for clear and concise product backlog items. And I also facilitate stakeholder collaboration between the product owner and ourselves. And as if that isn't enough responsibility on my plate, I also have the responsibility of serving the organization that I'm working for. And that could be the organization as in the company, or if you're working as a consultant, which I do, you're helping your particular client. So what I do from that perspective, lead, train, and coach the organization in Scrum adoption. 
I help with planning and advising Scrum implementations within the organization, particularly within the teams that I'm working for as a consultant, and then removing any barriers between stakeholders and then Scrum teams. Okay, so as you can tell from me talking about all my responsibilities, that is a lot. And I think just reading through the responsibilities of what I do and what is considered for a Scrum Master role just made me tired. So when you see your Scrum Masters tomorrow, make sure to buy them a coffee because as you can tell, we do a lot for the team and a lot more things than people realize that we do. But one thing that you did not hear me say about being a Scrum Master is Scrum Masters are not managers or have people reporting to them. So often I'm asked, do I have individuals reporting to me? And if so, what is that experience? Now I will say, usually when I work with a team, I have five to eight people who are reporting to me and I'm using air quotes. I use air quotes because as a scrum master, you're a servant leader to the team. You're not a manager. But I also wanna keep it 100 with you. When you are a scrum master, you are building the trust and close relationships with the people on your team. And in my experience, they come and tell you everything. So a great way to put this is, I do not tell my team what to do. However, my team tells me when they'll be on PTO. They come to me when there's a crisis or a conflict arises. When it's performance review time, they come to me to provide them a review. So do you consider that management? I'll leave that to you to answer, but agile environments do not recognize scrum masters as managers. In order to be successful as a Scrum Master, yes, you need to be able to have collaboration and be able to manage expectation, but there's some other top skills that you really need in order to be successful as a Scrum Master. So some of those skills, from my perspective, of course, is helping others is one of the top skills that you need. Scrum Masters are known, as I mentioned, as servant leaders. That means the show is not about us. We are supposed to be seen, but not heard. So we are always working on behalf of the team, not for our own shine or claim to fame. So a Scrum Master's role is really based on helping others. So removing impediments, facilitating meetings, assisting with open questions. You cannot do this role if you're focused on yourself. Another characteristic that a Scrum Master must have is good listener. So a good scrum master like myself, we know when to leap into action versus when you just need to listen sympathetically. Every time one of your colleagues comes to you does not mean that you have to jump into action. Sometimes they just need an ear to listen. And sometimes you have to ask the right questions to get them to think about what the solution should be. And that leads me to my next point, which is influence without authority. Like I said, sometimes people want to jump right in with the answer. And as a scrum master, that's not my job. I can't say, just do this because I said so, or give them a solution. That's not how working in an agile environment works. So influencing without authority is not an easy concept because obviously we always want to jump in and help and get the right answer. But influencing without authority is such a a great characteristic to have. And once you learn it and you master that, you're unstoppable when it comes to leading teams because you're actually letting them learn for themselves, but you're also allowing them to lead and become self-sufficient. Another characteristic that I think is important when being a great scrum master is to be familiar with technical concepts. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be able to replace your developers or any of your coworkers on your team but you need to know enough to speak their language. 
So I don't talk to my developers, I would talk to my designer. I'm well versed in knowing what questions to ask to get the wheels turning in their head in order to get the work done. However, from a technical perspective, I also understand the work that they need to do in order for our team to be successful. And I think that you don't have to be a technical expert in order to be a scrum master, but it's very helpful to know technical concepts, especially with the teams that you're working with. Now, I know I mentioned some characteristics, but I also want to call it a few tools that I use in my day to day. So as a scrum master, some of the tools that I have to use, Jira or Rally, and those are both tools that are used to house user stories created by the team. And user stories are story that describes the work that the developers need to do within the team. Now, in the Jira and Rally, you can also pull reports such as velocity charts, which each sprint a team confirms how many story points they'll actually complete. That chart shows the estimation versus the actual story points completed or burn down charts. Another tool that I use is called Pointing Poker. So as I mentioned, user stories have story points. Pointing Poker is an online tool that the team can use for pointing stories. This is usually used during backlog grooming, and each story has to have a story points estimate before it's pulled into a sprint. Now, at the end of each sprint, which is usually two weeks, there's a retro where the team gets to talk about what worked for them, what didn't work for them. And usually I use a tool that's another online tool called Easy Retro or Parable. Now I've talked a lot about the role itself, but I have to go back a bit because I need to tell you how I even got here, how I, Dina McKay, became a Scrum Master. So back in January of 2017 at an old company I was working for, they were going through an agile transformation. And during that time, the department had this amazing opportunity, Scrum Master, for an agile project. We were migrating from one old archaic system over to ServiceNow. So I've been studying Scrum and wasn't really happy with my current roles in enterprise architecture. So boom, I threw my name in the ring. And of course I got the spot because nobody wants to touch that project with a 10-foot pole for many reasons. (laughs) Anyway, I got paired up with a few great developers and a PO who had never done any type of Agile project. And he was so stuck in his ways. So... You can guess that I had an uphill battle with this migration. This role gave me my first taste of people who don't like change, which if you work in Agile and you work as a Scrum Master, especially on projects where they're going from Waterfall to Agile, you will experience that. While you want them to get with the program and try, this is a great experience for learning how to smile through it and use the art of persuasion. I had to persuade this man how to use Agile. I had to make it look like it was the best thing ever. It was definitely an experience. And while I was working on this project, one of my friends, Shana Atkins of Echo Inc., hit me up and she asked me if I wanted to get certified as a safe scrum master. I was like, certified for what? So I didn't know about certifications, but regardless, I went ahead and took the certification class. It was about a weekend long. And y'all, that was the best thing I ever did for my career. Those two opportunities that I jumped on became the catalyst of where I am today. Doing that project guided me to my true passion in tech. I've been a business analyst, a quality assurance analyst, consultant, enterprise architect, a lot of things, but nothing ever felt right until I did the Scrum Master role. So after I took that certification class, I was able to not only show my skill set and mastery of being a scrum master, 
But that's when I knew what I was doing was my destiny. And you, you couldn't tell me all the stars hadn't aligned for me. But moment of truth, when Shana asked me about the certification, I had no clue how important certifications were. No mentor had told me to get a certification or told me where to look. Nobody in my family is walking around certifications. Now degrees, plenty. But certifications, that was like, who said that? But thanks to my friend, I learned that if you want to show your mastery at your tech craft, certifications are a great way to do that. So any future scrum masters who are listening to this episode, I have a few certifications you should look into. The first one is the CSM. That's the Certified Scrum Master Certification. And that is available through the Scrum Alliance. And it's an entry-level certification aimed at providing professionals with an awareness of the methodologies and values of Scrum including team performance, accountability, and iterative progress. Another certification is the CSPO, which is the Certified Product Owner Certification. Now, you don't have to have this certification if you're a Scrum Master, but I recommend it because if you're working with a product owner, you want to know what the differences between your roles are. You also want to know the responsibilities of a product owner for your own knowledge And so I highly recommend taking this certifications for your own awareness. Now, two certifications that I recently took that was recommended by a mentor at my job were the Cal-E and the Cal-O. So Cal-E is the Certified Agile Leadership Essentials course, and it brings awareness and understanding to the foundations of agile leadership. The focus of the course is on agile leadership essentials, and it equips you to embark confidently on the journey toward leading the agility and championing agile transformation in the workplace. And then there's the Cal-O, which is more around C-suite leaders and directors and how you are able to work with them in regards to agile. And it's through case studies and various models, you gain insight into how agile will and can work for teams and organizations and how you can communicate that to the C-suite leaders. When I tell you those two certification classes that I took last year were mind-blowing. Those two courses helped me to be a better leader, and I highly recommend them. And they're courses and certifications that no one has ever mentioned to me before, so I was very thankful for my mentor for mentioning those two. Now I have the SAFE certification, thanks to Shana. So I highly will recommend if your company is doing Scaled Agile to get the SAFE 5.1 certification. So that's the Scale Agile Framework 5.1 certification. And that certification shows that you are able to perform your role as a scrum master in a safe environment. And it also increases your value to teams and organizations if they're implementing safe. So those are a few certifications that I recommend. But if you're already a scrum master and certified, you could also look at the advanced scrum master certification offered by Scrum Alliance, the certified scrum professional offered by Scrum Alliance, And then the holy grail of certifications, which is the PMP, aka the Project Management Professional. And that certification is the world's leading project management certification. It includes predictive, agile, and hybrid approaches. And if you get the PMP, that is like the gold star on your resume. So highly recommend you look into it, but it is a very hard certification to get. But anything is possible with hard work and dedication. And also just, I know a lot of these certifications that I mentioned are from Scrum Alliance. Also check out scrum.org for certifications. 
So in my current role and roles of the past, I've learned quite a bit. So I do want to share things that I've learned. So the top thing that I've learned is patience. Every project and every team is different. And I've learned to be patient when tailoring and coaching new teams. Time actually makes a huge difference when you're on a project because teams need time to form, storm, etc. And I've learned to be patient and give the team time to find their own natural rhythm, but be willing to jump in when they need help. Patience is literally a virtue when you're building agile scrum teams. So that is definitely a skill that I use every day. Another skill that I've learned on my journey is how to talk to executive stakeholders. So as a scrum master, you are talking and meeting all the time. It's important that when you talk, you know your audience. And talking to executives is definitely an art form. So stakeholders on projects have limited time and they want to see where and how their money is being spent. I learned over time how to create a story about my teams that leave stakeholders feeling good. They don't want to know the nitty gritty five foot view, which tells you what's the velocity of the team. When you're talking to stakeholders, you have to zoom out and give them the 50,000 foot view. So what I mean by that is show them the big picture. How is the work that you're working on impacting their business goals and hopefully making them money? You want to make sure that when you're talking to stakeholders that you give them that point of view. Now, for me, I've been a Scrum Master now for close to over five years. And as I think about what I want in the future, a couple different roles come to mind. But I think for my next trek, I've been a Scrum Master for close to five years now. And as I think about what I want in the future, different roles come to mind. Now, don't get me wrong, people can stay in the Scrum Master role for a lot longer, and that's fine. You can probably stay in the Scrum Master role for your whole career, but that's your career path. For me, I am on track for Program Manager, and you're probably wondering, how is that different from a Scrum Master? Okay, so a Program Manager takes a step back from the day-to-day of a team and focuses on the overall larger picture. They usually devise new programs that support the organization's objectives. They also oversee the various project teams for a particular project or business. Also, they manage the budget for the overall project or business. For me, this is the logical next step because I've done it loosely on other projects and in my current role for certain clients. And I enjoy the step back view of a project, but you also are continuing to help teams and run a successful program. So you still get the aspect of helping and coaching people. It's from a different view. Now, I know I've talked about Scrum Master and I've mentioned this other role, Program Manager, but I do want people to keep in mind there's other titles you can pursue that are very similar to Scrum Master if you're interested. So I want to name a couple of different roles that you can look into. One role is called Project Coordinator. So a Project Coordinator makes sure the team has the tools they need to execute the project. They oversee small parts of the larger project. They manage internal and external communication They assist with project documentation as well. For this role, I recommend if you're looking at certifications, getting the CAPM. Next role that I would say look into, project manager. So the role of project manager is to lead in planning, executing, monitoring, controlling, and closing projects. A project manager is accountable for the entire project scope, project team, resources, and successes or failure of the project. A project manager also manages budget of the entire project. So as you can tell from the project manager role, they take on a little bit more accountability and responsibility when it comes to the overall project. 
A scrum master is more focused on the team. The project manager is focused on the overall project. Now, if you're looking at a project manager role, highly recommend you looking into the PMP or Google has a certification program and they have a certificate for project management. Highly recommend you look into that. Another role is the client service delivery lead. So in that role, a person would devise new programs that support the organization's objectives, oversees various projects the business implements, and they build a budget for the program. And last but not least, I've mentioned SAFE a couple times. So maybe if you're interested in scaled agile framework, you could look into the release train manager. That person leads an agile release train, and that usually includes multiple agile teams to complete the goals and missions of aligned stakeholders. So as a release train engineer, you would facilitate the program level SAFE events like the program increment planning. And for that role, I highly recommend looking into the, there's a safe certification for a release train engineer. And I highly recommend that you look into that. So I talked a lot about being a scrum master, but to end today's episode, I do have two topics I want to cover. The first one is we're in a new year. So I want to talk about how I can help you in 2022. So I'm starting one-on-one coaching Coaching for me will include resume reviews, interview help, how to navigate your career. So what I mean by that is how to get promoted or help deciding next steps for your career. I also want to help with if you want to incorporate podcasting into your business plan or how to improve your podcast. I am starting that now. There's a link in the show notes for you to sign up if you're interested in having a call because what I am doing is I have an initial intake form. We'll have an initial conversation and sure we're a match for each other. So these coaching spots can be short term, which could be one to two sessions or long term. So over six months to a year, depending on what you're looking for. But this is why I have the intake form and why it's important. I want to make sure that we go into this partnership with a mutual understanding of what you're looking for, because time is money. But I also want to make sure I help you get to the money and get further in your career. So again, if you want to reach out to me for one-on-one coaching, there's a link in the show notes, or you can send an email to blacktechunplugged at gmail.com to inquire about it. Now, how can you help me in 2022? So first off, I need you to rate the podcast on Spotify, which is a new feature. So if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify right now, you might have seen that there's this new rate the podcast right under the podcast title. Anyone who's listening on Spotify, pause the show right now, hit those five stars and then share with friends. Now, if you're an Apple podcast listener, I appreciate five stars there, too. But what I would appreciate even more is you taking a moment and doing a written review. Need some inspiration? Well, here's a few examples that some people have already written. One listener, Manny, said, it's a good car ride listen. I enjoyed your interview style. Another listener wrote, been listening for several years now. I always find myself yearning for more episodes of probably one of the most informative podcasts out right now. By leaving a written review, you will help others find the podcast, and we need to share the wealth of knowledge, right? So I challenge you, if you're listening via Apple Podcasts right now, pause the episode and leave a written review. It doesn't have to be long. You can say, I love all the episodes and leave it at that, but just make sure you leave a positive, glowing review. And lastly, I'm getting back on the public speaking circuit. So if you enjoy the content and my conversations with others, please recommend my services to your favorite conferences 
or events at your workplace. I welcome tags on social media, email inquiries, all of it. Don't be shy. My door is open to new opportunities in 2022. All right, Black Tech Unplugged fam today. I told you about my current role, how I can help you in 2022, and how you can help me. I know I glanced over some agile topics during the episode. So if you're interested in an episode solely about what Scrum is, the ceremonies teams do, let me know by reaching out via social media or via email. I'd be more than happy to do a more detailed episode about Scrum and agile concepts. I hope you enjoyed this and I can't wait to bring my first guest of 2022 on the next episode. But thank you for listening today. I hope it was informative and see you next time. Thank you for listening to Black Tech Unplugged. I'm Dina McKay, and you can find the show on all social media platforms under Black Tech Unplugged. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this episode. And if you have a few extra minutes, make sure to leave a five-star review too. It will help me out a lot and help other people find the podcast. Until next time.